We hustle in silence, but we kill with success. Welcome to the Being a Ninja Show. In today's episode, I go through how to have smarter goals to actually achieve more. I'm going to talk about why there's no such thing as life balance and exactly how to create the life that you deserve. Enjoy. I'm going to make it a little bit bigger. You don't want to see my face. Good. So how to set goals and win at life part one. This is going to be a three-part series. Uh, I want to start this off with a quote. A dream without a goal is just the wish. So a lot of people dream about stuff, but they don't set goals for it. They don't set. And, and with this whole presentation, I'm just going to be talking about how to set goals specifically. I'm sure a lot of you guys know this, but my philosophy is we don't need to be taught new things. Typically, we just need to be reminded of the basics. So what we're going to go over is I'm going to go over not just smart goals, but smarter goals, what that is. I'm going to go through this exercise called the Wheel of Life. This is a tool that the team and I have been using for years to help us set goals, um, not only for personally, professionally, but for also for the business. And I'm going to share with you guys a tool that we use called the Dragon Journal that you can get a hold of at the end of this. And if you have questions, feel free to type them in. I'll answer them as we go. So SMARTER goals. If you've probably heard of the acronym SMART goals, um, it's S for specific and for measurable. A for action-oriented, R for realistic, and T for time-based. I like to add the E and R because I like to evaluate my goals and also set a reward. I think it's a very important thing that when we set goals, we want to actually set rewards for it, but also evaluate how we did with them. Now, let me touch on these a little bit, bit more just because it's there's a lot of little nuances with this. So specific, obviously, we want specific goals. If you just want to lose weight versus I want to lose X, amount of weight would be a more specific goal, or I want to lose weight because of X, Y, and Z. The more specific, the better. Measurable, we want number-based measurements, typically. Now, if a lot of people that don't typically like numbers, like stepping on this scale, maybe it's more of a subjective goal. Maybe it's more fitting back into these genes. It's still measurable because there is a measurable in those genes and that gene size. So it could still be measurable without actually having a number attached to it. I like numbers, just makes things makes things um, realistic, real, uh, which is one of the other R's. But a quote I heard earlier to uh, this week, last week, was uh, don't don't believe the uh, believe the numbers and not the narrative. I thought that was such a powerful quote because, like, the story that goes on in our heads, like. Oh, you know, I didn't lose weight. Oh, I look like garbage. Oh, I don't look good. I mean, it's kind of like the messages that it's kind of like the 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 thoughts that are going on in our head. But then when we actually see the number, it actually does better. Now, the opposite is true too. The narrative in our head is like, oh, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. And then suddenly we gain a ton of weight and we until we and then that's where people are afraid to step on the scale because there's no number attached to it. So measurable, the M very important. A, action-oriented. This one's very specific. Action-oriented goals, you want to make sure that there's an action attached to it. So typically, if we set a goal of weight loss, what are the actions that we need to do in order to lose weight? Do we need to work out three days per week? Do we need to keep our calories under a certain amount? Um, those are action-oriented goals or prep or, or set the action of prepping my meals every single day so I stay under my calorie count. 
R for realistic. So we want to set obviously realistic goals. You can't lose 50 pounds in a week. Um, we want to give it a realistic goal. And then usually we give, you know, us as coaches give people that uh, realism to see what's realistic based on how many clients we've worked with over the years. Um, Time-based, very important. Setting a, a goal without a goal without a deadline is just a dream. So you want to make sure that you set timelines for how long it's going to take you to actually achieve a specific um, time-based, uh, a goal based on time. E, evaluate them, look back into them, and R, always believe in rewards. There's got to be some type of reward behind a goal um, in order for it to have, have, have a powerful lasting effort. So when you go at it, um, if you go on a six-week challenge or if you go 21 day or doing any of our challenges, give yourself a reward at the end of this for achieving your goal. You deserve it. There should be some pleasure attached to it, a predefined pleasure, but there should be one. So that's smarter goals. But the question is, how do you know which goals to focus on, right? Because there's so many, so many, so many, so many goals that you want to, you'd want to eventually that that you have that you need to focus on. Let me just shut this off here. I'm getting calls here. Let me log out. All right, log out of here. So again, how do you know which goals to focus on? This is where this story comes in. If you've ever, guys, who's here, if you've ever heard an orchestra, you know that an orchestra doesn't play the, all the instruments at the same time. It would sound horrible. Can you imagine? Pianos going at the same time, violins, saxophones, whatever it is that's playing, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sound good. But what the conductor does is he goes, huh, you guys go violins. Then pianos hit it. Then the cymbals. Cymbals again. Somebody's orchestrating it to eventually create harmony. And that's why I don't believe in actual balance. There's no actually balance. You can't balance work, life, everything. There's harmony. There are times where you're going to have to go hard at work. There are going to be times where you go hard at personal. And this is a tool that we use in order to figure that out. It's the wheel of life. It's a powerful tool. I do this at least once a year. I highly suggest it. Um, I've been doing this for past probably four or five years, not only myself personally, but also with the team as well. Um, so it is pretty much a wheel where you look at different categories of your life. And I'll go through each of these um, as we go along. But you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 in fulfillment. How fulfilled are you in each of these categories? And let me go through them individually. So money, this is the first one because everybody wants more money. You just want more because you just think about the things that you could buy and you think about like all, all the amazing things not having money is cre creating, if that you think you're creating in your life right now. But really fulfillment is what do you need to live on? And that's really, it comes to budgeting. Are you fulfilled in terms of how much money you're making? Does it satisfy? your savings? Does it satisfy your expenses? Those are the things that that's how you want to rate yourself. Because if you were to say the amount of money I'm making based on my work is not enough. I, everybody does. I don't believe I'm paid enough. Everybody doesn't believe they're paid enough, but really what are you fulfilled in? Is it fulfilling your life? Is it fulfilling your family obligations? Is it your personal obligations? That's what we want to rate yourself on, on a scale of one to 10. So there's a little bit of work to do there. So budgeting, um, you're going to give yourself a scale of 1 to 10 on where you're at in terms of fulfillment with money.
romance significant other. So what does a fulfilled relationship look like? I mean, is it even a priority to you? If it's not, it doesn't. Then if you're already fulfilled, a 10 out of 10, it doesn't matter. But if it's not, what is it specifically? Is it more time spent together? Does it mean more, being more intimate? Are you guys growing together? Is, what does fulfillment look like? You want to give yourself a, a score from 1 to 10. Family and friends. So this is a big one. Um, what? And I like to talk about, I love, really love talking about family rhythms and traditions. That's super important and valuable to me. Um, are you guys having, you know, dinner together, Christmas dinners, holiday dinners together, whatever the, the whatever the case may be, is, is that fulfilled? You know, what rhythms and traditions, and if it's not family, what rhythms and traditions do you have with friends? Do you guys have like an annual trip? Do you have an events that you guys go to regularly? And really relationships are about rhythms. Just like how you know we have relationships with you as our clients, and I like to have calls with clients on a regular rhythmic basis, and that's how we develop and we grow, and we provide value to each other's relationship. That's how we that's how I provide value to you guys. Hopefully, is that I constantly invest the time and the effort to this relationship to help you grow. So, you want to make sure that family, friends, is always think about investing and thinking about rhythms. And I'm actually going to talk about this in another series on how we actually create those rhythms. Health. Now, health is a broad, broad thing. I mean, basically, freedom from diseases is health. But is, do you just want freedom disease or do you want to optimize your health? You know? And then you have to give yourself a, a score on what ideal health and fitness is. And how would you measure it? This is the stuff that we do all the time. Is it to be an X percent body fat? Is it to weigh a certain, lose X amount of pounds? Now, objective or subjective it could be an objective measurement like a number but subjective i'll tell you what one of my one of my personal things for health and fitness and to be optimal is to feel confident every time i take off a shirt vain i know but doesn't even have to do anything with the scale i just want to be able to take off my shirt and be like huh i feel like i feel confident it's very subjective to me um that's that's something that i i want out of my own health and fitness career so are you doing work that's important to you, the community? Are you growing personally or and professionally? And are you proud of the company you work for? Something to think about when it comes to career in terms of fulfillment on a scale of one to 10. And personal development. So what does personal development mean to you? Does it mean reading a book? Does it mean learning new things regularly? Are you developing new skills? And what's the rhythm? Is it every year that you wanna learn a new skill, every quarter? So something to think about how fulfilled are you in terms of personal development? Do you feel like you're growing as a person? Fun and recreation, next one. Um, do you have hobbies or interests you do regularly? <laughs> this is, this is, I'll tell you a story about this one. This is one I've been struggling with for a really long time. And I've come to the conclusion that I don't have hobbies or interests other than work and business because I love it so much. <laughs> Like literally, if, if you guys see what I look at my YouTube at night, it's all health and fitness relate, related stuff. And I'm fortunate that what I do for a living is what I love to le learn about as well. So it's kind of like one in the same. I'm pretty fulfilled. Like I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I, I can always ingest, consume more and more information on fitness and health just because I love it so much. So I don't really have any other sports that I used to, I used to play sports, more sports, but now I just work out to optimize my health. So I feel good. And that's, I guess that's a hobby, but my interests are learning more about fitness, health, and personal development. Lastly, physical environment. 
something the pandemic has probably brought a lot of people to realize is their living situation and just looking around because you're spending a lot more time at home is you do you like where you live the design is their cleanliness those are the things if you go like if you've watched that marie kondo uh, netflix show she goes on about making sure that your environment is right and i think there's some power in that that you're going to want to make the place that you live in nice because you're going to be looking at it all the time so what you're going to do is once you figure out you give yourself a scale of one to ten in each of these different categories you're going to look at your wheel now the goal is not to have a huge wheel 10 out of 10 in every category what you want is a balanced wheel because the worst thing to have is in a wheel is one that a category that's super low because that creates a bumpy ride we want a smooth ride so you only pick one to three areas to focus on and typically those are the lowest because those are going to cause the most bumps in your life say it's money say you're not fulfilled maybe you got to spend some time on that and make and start setting some goals in terms of budgeting and fulfillment maybe it's your house maybe you don't like the way something looks then you got to take some time to do that or maybe it's fitness and health and you want to take this quarter to focus on that you're going to now pick one to three things create a smarter goal for it and give yourself a timeline of 90 days that's the cycle that i like because a lot can change and there's a lot of power in doing things in 90 days there's a great book I've, i uh, recommend a lot of people get it's called the 12 week year you start thinking of your life not in months but in weeks like that's how i think of, and now it's like if you if, if, the, if you've talked to any of the team all our meetings and everything is all quarter to quarter um but a lot can change and a lot moves and a, things move a lot faster. Imagine when you tighten the deadline. And this is kind of like a New Year's resolution revamp. A lot of people wait till the end of the year and, or and then New Year's resolutions come out, set a huge long goal for the year. Six months goes by, nothing changes halfway through the year and you're still at the same place. You need to tighten the, the timeline. So I do wanna go through what's coming up next. Now, the next series I'm gonna go through is um, the perfect day formula, which is an awesome, awesome tool um, that I use with myself personally and the team. And I want to talk about daily traditions and rhythms too, because that's important for setting the tone. Because if you win your days, you win your weeks, months, years, and then your life. So very important to go through. So I go very broad and then I'm going to go tight. Okay. But before that, I'm going to share with you guys the dragon journal. Oh, let me get a let me show you guys what this is if you guys can't see this for those people who are going to be listening to this after this is the dragon journal um this is a tool that um, i use with the team and i give all the coaches this it's a journal that we used with all these exercises with the wheel of life exercise the perfect day exercise which i'm going to talk about daily and nightly journaling and beginning and end of quarter planning i'm going to sell these things like at cost because i got a bunch of them if you want them, just pay for shipping. I'll ship it out to you. So 10 bucks, I'll send them out to you because I think it's a powerful tool that if you're not utilizing, if you're not setting targets, and you're not setting goals quarterly, this is going to help you do that. Um, I'll post the link to it after so you guys can just go to wellness. Let us know you grabbed it and we'll ship it out to you. Um, just cover the shipping. So let me know if you want the Dragon Journal. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Being a Ninja show. If you enjoyed that episode, do consider sharing, subscribing, or even leave us some comments. It'd be much appreciated. Signing off. Sayonara.